Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tabin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the Tab and Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. We in Season 3, Episode 7. My name is Tab and Dillard. I'm Lawns. I live in Chancellor Park, and there's a lot going on in my neck of the woods. I hope you're having a good week. It's been good to hear from y'all guys. I got a lot of text messages this week, and y'all know my number, 501-322-6249. And I wanted to read a couple here because, folks, uh, Joe, he said, really enjoying your podcast, Tavin. I appreciate that. It's good to get feedback. Uh, and the best way that that's happening right now is some folks leave them on my videos, you know, like on TikTok. They say, hey, I like that podcast kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, I do post my videos on YouTube's, Instagram's, uh, Facebook's. Uh, but TikTok and Instagram is probably the most. TikTok the most all because that's where uh, a lot of folks have been watching. But anywho, uh, here, Daniel, he said... Um, been really enjoying the podcast. I think the phrase, come on, Delma, would be catchy on something. Uh, I feel like I do say that a lot, Daniel. It's one thing or another with Delma Spencer, but it's always something. You know how that go? It's one thing or it's another, but it's always one of them two. It's always something with Delma Spencer. And other folks have been sending me other stuff, too. Uh, that's a good one. Let's see. Somebody's asking me to come up to Maine. Um, no, they ain't. They're saying, uh, Dana said, Adder Candle and Flanch is having a memorial day sale up here in Maine. They're going to stock up on shirts to cover their intercepts and haunches. Be safe. Catch a big one. Huh? That's a good one. Because you got to, you got to, it's that time of year where you got to get out there and you're going to stretch out and you do some cannonballs and you get in there. And I hope everybody did have a good memorial day. And we starting into the month of June which is great, which is National Cannonball Month. I don't know that. I'm just going to say it's Cannonball Month in my town at least because uh, uh, this is the time of year uh, where I have to get serious and I can't say, well, I'm just going to be waiting for summer. Summer's almost here. I better start stretching. I better start getting down to city poo. No, no, uh-uh. Now it is game on. But uh, in between everything else that's going on, between mowing lawns, uh, I announced last week I got uh, live shows coming in July. I've been getting good feedback. I know folks are like, come to Idaho. You know, are you doing any shows in Tennessee? Or what about Indiana? What about Texas? And I love all them places. Uh, the thing is, the catch is, it's just having a, an event or a venue or somebody that's willing to be like, yeah, like, yeah you know, we get, we'll get you out here kind of thing. And so I was able to put that together, uh, the shows I had this summer, in areas I was gonna be, you know, like I'm gonna be in Yukon, Oklahoma, on July 7th, and that's gonna be at Crave Hot Dogs and Barbecue in Yukon, Oklahoma. And that's just, uh, I mean, you just come on in, buy some food, have a seat. I'm gonna be set up in the corner, and I think, I think if anybody got to go to the bathroom, they're gonna have to walk right by me at that show. So, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a hoot because um, I know, you know, if you're anything like me, if you're there for 45 minutes or an hour while I'm doing my show. Uh, you might have to use the restroom, but uh, I won't make you feel bad. And if I, if I walk away down that hallway, you think, oh, well, I guess Tevin just had to go to the bathroom kind of thing. And we'll get on like that. And then um, I'll have some, some merchandise on the road this summer 
with the shirts and working on a couple new things that folks have mentioned, ask about. Uh, still trying to get that early bird gets the perm. You know what's going on with that shirt? Uh, the color is out of stock, <clears throat> the one I wanted to do. And so now the question is, do we do a different color or do we just wait for the color we want? You know, a little bit of patience. So that's where we at on that. And then July the uh, 8th, I'm going to be in Newkirk, uh, Oklahoma at the K County Amphitheater. And that's how that's going to go. So uh, everybody's welcome to show up to that. Folks are saying, hey, can I bring my kids? Bring your kids. Folks bring their kids to my shows. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> it depends. I mean, the only thing with your kids is you guys, uh, do, they, do they think uh, they're going to enjoy it? You know, they're gonna, they, they like listening to me. If they like listening to me, they're going to be good. Uh, if they got early bedtimes, well, some of these shows, you know, 738, I don't know what time they're starting, 6, 7, 8. Uh, then maybe I don't. They maybe they get cranky. I don't know how your kids go, um, but they welcome to come. And then in Conway, still working out the details, but that's going to be at the Max Event venue. That's what's called Max Event venue, and they only seat like sixty folk in there. And we talking about all the details, but we doing two shows there, like an earlier show. If folks do have uh, kids or families that don't want to be out later, we doing a four o'clock, <clears throat> and then we doing a seven thirty in Conway. So there's going to be two shows in Conway, Arkansas on Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, July the 9th. And then uh, then I just have one more show after that. That's going to be up in Northeast Arkansas in the town of Hardy. If you ain't never been there, it's a beautiful little old downtown there. They got less than 800 people that live in this town. And they got the Hardy Junction Music Hall. And that's where I'm going to be on Wednesday, July 13th. And uh, check the link in my bio on, uh, well, I mean, if you go to my website, tabandiller.com, you'll see the little link like July shows. You click on, click on that and it'll give you like addresses and the times because I can't remember them all off the top of my head. But I sure wish if you are in the area or have the ability to get to that area, uh, I'm working, I'm going to be working hard here in the next uh, few weeks on getting everything together that I want to do at these live shows. And it's going to be a hoot. If you can make the time to be there, it will be worth the effort you put in. That's that's going to be my guarantee. As best as I can guarantee, um, I think you're going to have a hoot of a time. So that's July 7th, July 8th, July 9th, twice on the 9th I'm performing, July 13th. So that's where we starting at. I know folks been saying, hey, come here, come there. And we'll see how this goes, and we'll see how this grows, because I'm open to getting out to other places, and I'm just trying to work out details. So my, my email, you know, is at the link in the show notes today, too, if you want to shoot me an email. You got a venue, you're like, hey, uh, got an event, you know, to come to. Somebody reached out this last week for an event in August 2023. That's over a year out. That's about how I come do something. So uh, that's called planning ahead. But reach out if you if you want to talk about that. But I hope y'all can make it. And if you can't, uh, plenty of videos. And there's a lot going on here. And let's be honest, you're here for a podcast. And here here I am, uh, you know, updating you on some other stuff. What happened this weekend, y'all guys? <clears throat> Spring picnic. That's right. It's been turning into a busy spring for me, and I'm sure it ain't no different for you. You got stuff going on too, right? You got your work, sports, church, fishing, swimming. Maybe you got a spring picnic. 
but that certainly was, certainly was my weekend. You hear about that? Spring picnic happened in town this past weekend, y'all guys, and it was a hoot. And I'm about to give y'all all the details on that, but first I have to say thank you to Beehouse Honey for Tavins Honey from Bees. Somebody else sent me a message this week. Let me see. I got right. You know, I was reading them uh, text messages folks sent in just a second ago, and now I'm gonna have to scroll through it and act like I can find it real quick, and I don't know that I can. Uh, but we got uh, somebody got got this, the honey. Here we go. By the way, uh, my family bought me. This is Gern. Uh, bought me a jar of your honey from bees for my birthday. Sure is good exclamation point. Now you didn't have to put an exclamation point, so that tells me it really you really do enjoy that Tabin's honey from bees. So I'm glad that you got that. I hope more folks can get it. Appreciate Bee House being on the journey with me uh, this season three of the Tabin Dillard podcast. Uh, my face is right there on the label of that honey, so you don't even have to worry about it. if you get it and you don't like reading. Uh, you just say, oh, that's Tabin's Honey from Bees because his face right on there. And there's a picture of a bee on there. And I drawed that. I didn't draw the picture of my face. That's a photograph. But the bees, I drawed. And by bees, I mean, I think it's just one bee. But I drawed it. Tabin's Honey from Bees. So you can check the link in the show notes for that. And that's how that goes. Speaking of parties, I wasn't speaking of parties, but it sounded like a good segue uh, because we have been partying this weekend in the town. Just celebrate spring. It's a spring picnic. Well, they decided to have it at the City Fields this year. That's the same place we play softball. But they had one main stage set up, and that's for the events like gymnastics, men's quartet, magician show, pie contest, and turkey salmon calling contest. You might recall that Bud, the Bud from Bud's Burger Shed, was the MC. He's something else. Real hardworking fella. Folks say he's got a voice like butter, so I guess that makes you a good radio DJ or a spring picnic MC, which he was this weekend. Well, the picnic started about 10 a.m., and that's in the morning. You probably knew that, what the a.m. meant. And that was, they had them different booths, you know, that folks had, not on the stage, right? We got the main stage, and then folks had booths in town, and, you know, businesses that set up. Cricket was there because she led a field trip. You know, this was a debate last week. You know, I was like, hey, Cricket, are we going to spring picnic? Of course we're going to spring picnic. She goes, well, unless I had to work. And then that was a debate. She didn't have her schedule yet. Is she going to work? Is she going to go just to spring picnic? And it's like a date for me and her. Or is she got to work at the nursing home? Well, she did, but I guess kind of the win out of her having to work other than getting paid and doing stuff she liked to do, the other win is they had a field trip of nursing home residents down there to the spring picnic and cricket bringing them down there. Well, Doreen Fundle got down there and wanted to do the dunk tank. Doreen likes water. You might recall her goldfish, Captain Thunderboots, and she had a funeral for it. Her son Trot and his wife, Sweet Wilma, let her have a little ceremony at the above ground pool, too, out in that house. Doreen just floated in the middle of that pool, face down, while Trot played I Love a Rainy Night by Eddie Rabbit on a CD player. The CD player wasn't in the water. You know, you can't do that with electronics. Like, he was out on the deck, and he's either holding it or had in a lawn chair or something like that away. And then Sweet Wilma, they, you know, that's Trot's wife, so that's, that's Doreen's uh, daughter-in-law. Thought Doreen might have died in that above ground pool because she's just floating out there and and face down, you know. And then uh, I Love a Rainy Night was blasting on that CD player uh, at the request of Doreen as she just kind of 
float in that pool and I guess mourn the death of Captain Thunderboots. But uh, Sweet Wilma got worried. She's like, she ain't moving, Trot. You know, elbow Trot a little bit. Trot, get in there. She ain't moving. He's like, I don't know. I think she okay. She knows she ain't moving, Trot. Kind of thing like that away. And next thing you know, uh, Trot leaned out there because Doreen made it out to the middle of that above ground pool. And it's a pretty good size one where you just can't reach out to the middle and grab somebody you want to heavy lean over the corner of that and if you know anything about creasing the edge of an above ground poo uh that don't go well and trot carried a little bit of weight with him and he leaned over he busted that thing all the water and his mama doreen fundle came pouring out of that above ground poo just floating all over the yard kind of thing thing about spring picnic though is that doreen didn't want to be in the dunk tank as much as she loved water she wanted to throw the ball to the dunk, you know, so they could knock the person into that tank on the seat. And I guess I I, I started telling that story. I, I assume you knew the rest, but she didn't die out there. She wasn't dead like Sweet Wilma thought she was. She's just, you know, uh, enjoying uh, the last verse and chorus of I Love a Rainy Night. She's in her own world. She's kind of smiling when they turned her over after she spilt out of that above ground. So anyways, she at that dunk tank, and she want to throw them balls at the little target. So when that target get hit, it knocks somebody into the, into, the, into the water. And who was on the seat? Coach Hicks. D.W. Hicks, my high school PE teacher. He also ran to Long John Silver in the next county over, and he's the head lifeguard at the city pool. And if that ain't enough, he opened a boxing gym in town, and he named it Thunder Punch. I don't know why so many folks in my town like to name things that they like after Thunder, but old Doreen had Captain Thunder Boots, and Coach Hicks has Thunder Punch, which I guess makes it sound like, you know, we really know how to teach you to hit here at the boxing gym. And they do other kind of calisthenics. I think they do kickboxing, too. Anyway, he busy, and he's in shape. And you might remember that my Mima took a water aerobics class from him and her, and Mabel Childress both were in that class, and they giggled when they saw him like they were embarrassed and had a crush on him or something. It's so gross. But that's Coach Hicks. Well, he's in that dunk take saying, you can't dunk me. Like, he know the game. If you're the guy in the dunk take, you want to taunt everybody. You want to give them a, you want to fire them up and give them a reason to really lay it in there, you know, kind of thing. So he's he's hollering it, and you know he's trying to get get folks to participate. And Doreen wanted to do it, so well she she buys some tickets, and you know Cricket's with her. You know she, Cricket's got her own little nursing home group, and Doreen's in that group. And then she hand her ticket to Misty Fisdale. That's what Doreen do. That's that red-haired, wild-eyed teenager, hard worker, very sharp shooter too. And Misty tear that ticket in half and set it in a jar. And then she and Doreen. Uh, you know, exchange, you know, she gets the ticket, put that in a jar, and then she hands Doreen a ball. That's how that get, it goes, you know. And I guess she had three tries, like she was going to give Doreen uh, three to throw, you know, one at a time. And so Doreen rare back, and she throw that ball. And if it went two feet, I'd be surprised. Now, she'd probably 14, I don't know, feet from from the target, you know, where where the dunk tank was, and she wasn't coming close. And Coach Hicks, you know, he's over there. So Misty Fisdale let Doreen step a little closer before that throw, but it kind of didn't help too much, you know. She's about still like six, eight feet short. And Cricket's right there next to her, kind of holding Doreen's other elbow, not her throwing elbow, but the one uh, that don't throw. And she moved her a little closer, like get a little closer kind of thing. When I don't know if you can see where this is going, uh, but Doreen, she got those three throws. None of them were even close enough to even hit that target. So she just walked up there and she pushed that target. But it's stuck. So Cricket helper and Coach Hicks, he go under the water. 
they needed to like WD-40 that target turns out because you know some of these spring picnic games they don't get used all year round and I'm glad Cricket and Doreen helped pave the way. You know, they was like probably the first ones at the dunk tank. And so that would have been frustrating all day if Coach Hicks was just sitting there yelling at folks. And he ain't got no way to really go underwater because that target stuck so hard. So they got that thing loosened up for everybody else. And uh, that's how that went. I mean, if Rusty Tidwell got up to that booth, it might have gave, you know, because I, the target might have. Because he got a big old strong throw. But for your average your spring picnic goer, it, it wasn't going to be no fun for anybody. It stuck pretty hard. And, you know, a bunch of kids was going to be at that booth because they like seeing folks fall in water, but they can't throw that hard. So it's kind of how the spring picnic kicked off. And that's an early start. I mean, 10 a.m. is starting to heat up, so I guess Coach Hicks enjoyed it. Uh, you don't want to be there at 8 a.m. or something in the dunk tank. And, and spring picnic didn't even start that early, so it's good. But Bud's had a booth down there, but he couldn't work it because, well, he's the MC of the whole picnic. So his wife, Nita, and me, that's me, Tavin Dillard, we worked the, the Bud's Burger Shed booth. She was just doing curly fries and burgers and soda, and my job was to take tickets and hand them whatever they ordered, and the sodas was just cans, so that was easy. I had to get them out of a cooler, and that's how that went. And Bud's at the stage telling folks what events are coming up next and what kind of booths and what kind of games are available. Step right up and all that kind of thing. Well, there's one of them games where you toss a ball and you get to win a prize if it lands in a bucket. And Doreen Fundle shuffle over there and she get three turns. And that's the number of the day. You get three everything, I guess, when you get a ticket. Three tries to dunk Coach Hicks. It was really her fourth try where she just went up and pushed the thing. And then three tries to get this little ball that you toss into a bucket. And about that time, you know, Cricket's with her. And she sees the prizes. And Cricket is steady hoping Doreen don't see the options at what she could win here. Well, Cody Briggs, he's working the booth. That's the trash man, Ricky Briggs' little brother. You might recall Cody was on our softball team in the fall. Anyhow, one of them prizes was a baggie full of water that's got a goldfish swimming in it, like a live goldfish. Oh, no, Cricket's thinking. She don't know if Doreen needs another goldfish because of how hard a time Doreen had with the death of the last one. You know, we had that little phone roll at the nursing home, me and Cricket in the toilet bowl and Doreen, and then the big ceremony, I guess, with Trot and Sweet Wilma out under above ground poo. So it's just a, a hard time, like a long process to say goodbye to Captain Thunderboot. So Cricket's thinking all this stuff, and then she's thinking it's too early in the day for her to carry around the goldfish if she do win, you know, around the rest of the spring picnic. Well, <clears throat> Cody see that Doreen ain't going to make it far enough to hit that bucket. So after two tosses that fall short, what does he do? He pick up that bucket and walk it to her, and she barely got to do nothing to toss it in. Well, Cricket, she behind Doreen where only Cody can see her, and she's waving her arms like, no, don't you do that kind of thing but he just smiles at cricket and i thinks he's you know this gal cricket's just waving at her waving at him you know like just being nice and and uh she just waves and he's waves but that wasn't what she's doing well doreen get that ball in the bucket and cody just say you want a stuffed bunny like like a toy animal not like a taxidermy rabbit folks would line up for that and it wouldn't be no cheap giveaway at a bucket ball booth neither anyway cody say you want a stuffed bunny a uh, plastic cup shaped like a boot that says, I got a kick out of the spring picnic. And, you know, you could put a little soda or drink in there and drink out that boot because it got a handle on it. Or a goldfish. He said it. He said it like that. Or a goldfish. Well, Cricket's head drops like, oh, no, he didn't say that out loud. Doreen's eyes get all wide. She points at that goldfish in the bag. Cody hands that thing over. And before Cricket can talk Doreen out of it, Doreen just hollers, Captain Thunderboots. That's right. Doreen Fundle 
got a new Captain Thunderboots, and Cricket headed over to the burger shed booth where I was and said, Tavin, Doreen got a new goldfish. And I was just, uh, you know, I was kind of in the middle of handing out a Diet Mountain Dew to Millie Ricks, who was already holding a boot-shaped cup, and said, is it alive? She said, yeah, it's alive. It's Captain Thunderboots, too. I said, well, I reckon she's excited. And Cricket said, I reckon she is, but we can't tote that thing around here all day. About that time, Doreen shuffled over and said to Cricket, I need to get Captain Thunderboots back to the fishbowl. He needs to get settled in. And Cricket nods to her. I reckon he does, Doreen. Let's get him back. So, I mean, Cricket's day, she wanted to be there just to hang out anyway. Then she had to work. So now it's like not the best case scenario, but she get to spend her Saturday at the spring picnic with these nursing home residents. Well, now Doreen right out the gate win a goldfish. I mean, pretty much right out the gate. She did the dunk take and then this other bucket ball game, and she ready to go home. And Cricket Cricket agreed, you know, we ain't, we ain't going to babysit this goldfish in a bag all day. It may not even survive. I don't know how goldfish like bags. But, you know, I ain't a goldfishologist, but they, they, they're going to get him back. And with that, Cricket shrugged, and she headed off with Doreen. They had to round up some more folks, got a little food before they headed out. About that time, Morton Dwightell approaches the burger shed booth. He sees Millie Ricks fiddling with that Diet Mountain Dew can I handed her. He said, you need help with that can, Millie? Yeah, pour it in my boot, but don't drink any. That's what she's saying to him. You know, Millie got a lot. She got one of the mischievous, orneriest gals in town. She always up to something. She catching stray animals. You know, she's catching skunks, thinking they catch. She's putting super soakers full of sweet tea, like, like unloading them on me. You know, when I'm when I'm mowing her lawn, like she always up to something. And now she accusing more, like, don't you drink none of my Diet Mountain Dew, just pour it in that boot like you supposed to. So Mort shakes his head, like I ain't about to drink your soda, Millie. And then he sees her little boot cup and cracks open that drink and poured it in there for her. She didn't want the can. She told Mort to throw it out away. About that time, Bud is announcing a little baton routine on the stage. Cheryl Grubb's daughter, Maisley, she got a routine to that song, Yeah, where they say that word, yeah, a lot, and say, yeah, and she's throwing that baton, and folks start cheering, and she's trying to stick with the routine, but she get caught up trying to do more yeah, than she's supposed to, because, you know, the song's going, yeah, kind of thing, and, then, and the crowd's going, yeah, kind of, you know, people are starting to cheer, so she kind of got an audience going, and she's moving, she's throwing a little more than she's supposed to, like, it, I, she got outside the routine that she planned to do, and I, I don't know if it's just showing off or just, you know, the heat of the moment she got sighted. She get her baton caught in the top of that stage tent. Like, it ain't a real high thing, but she throwed it. I mean, for the size she is, like, boy, she got, she got a little power behind that. So she decided to improvise, and she do a cartwheel. But she don't know how, I guess. She, she, that ain't something she learned to do uh, for that routine. So she kind of just crease in half about partway through that cartwheel and hit the stage floor. And Cheryl run out there, but instead of checking on her daughter, she thinking the show must go on, I guess. And she do a leg kick and kind of a dance and do a little fist pump. Uh, and about that time, her little gal Maisley's pulling herself to her feet and holding her elbow. And that baton came loose from the top and it hit Cheryl on the shoulder and the side of the neck. And you know when something embarrassing happened in public and you acting like you're okay more than you really are okay. And then you try to strut it off. Well, lucky for Cheryl, that song was over. And she just grabbed that baton and she shuffled off a stage. And I seen her shuffle before uh, when, when she clinched up uh, at the chili dance. We had a chili cook-off and a dance, which is a rough combo, y'all guys. And Cheryl clinched up on the dance floor. And one time, uh, her husband and father-in-law, they had to carry her off like a statue because she's about to mess her britches uh, on that floor. And, and so I've seen her get in a pickle before, you might say. And she had that... 
She had that head neck injury from the baton just now, but she okay. And she just grabbed it and tried to shuffle off. And Bud had to try and cover that thing. Like he's up next because he's the MC. Best way to do it is thank him and announce the next thing. You don't say, boy, that was something. You know, you just don't try to make no extra commentary because it ain't going to help. So Cheryl and Maisley, they both needed ice packs. And what was up next? The turkey salmon calling contest. And it was a hoot. Or a gobble, I should say. Now, I didn't enter. And I know that might disappoint some of y'all because y'all probably heard uh, the strength of my turkey salmon call. And it just ain't the call. Like we talked about this before. You got to do the motion. You know how like a salmon come out of water and they swim and they wiggling? And you got to do that. And then you got to call, that kind of thing, because that's a turkey salmon call. Well, I basically consider myself like a pro turkey salmon caller, so I didn't want to, you know, join that contest. And also, I had to work at the burger shed booth. You know, I was, I was handing out them cold sodies and taking them tickets. So Bud brings up the contestants for the turkey salmon calling contest. Cindy Mydell, Myron Curtis, Ricky Briggs, that's Cody's brother, Ricky Don Pearson, volunteer firefighter or ronnie keith tucker that's russell's boy uh they didn't have no age groups either so old young didn't matter either you can call a turkey salmon or you can't jt whitlow sybil farnhart that's rance's mama her uh and her husband jerry don run the flea market in town and mabel childress that's right 90 year old mabel childress i mean that was quite a crew of turkey salmon callers and they line them up shoulder to shoulder and then one takes center stage and does a call and then, you know, they kind of rotate through. Well, Cindy Mydell, she was awful. She thought she was going to get a free funnel cake just for entering. Firstly, there wasn't no funnel cake at the spring picnic. And B, she just made that up. Myron Curtis, he sounded more like a dog bark, maybe like a lab terrier mix. I don't know, but it wasn't no turkey salmon. And then the others had some strength. But the winner, and I'd say rightly so, Sybil Farnhart. That's right. Rance's mom, Jerry Don's wife, Sybil Farnhart, Won the turkey salmon calling contest, and she got a certificate to say so. It said right on there. Spring picnic, turkey salmon champion, Sybil Farnhart, turkey salmon calling. And to add to her big day, her blackberry cobbler won first prize. Meemaw entered the apricot pie. She got third place. Apricot's my favorite. Hers was number one in my book. Big day out there, y'all guys. Then the rodeo that night, <clears throat> on Saturday night, weather was good. Ain't got to worry about sunburn at night. And me and Cricket went out there together because she's off work finally. Said Doreen got Captain Thunderboots all settled in. And I brought Cricket a piece of Meemaw's apricot pie. They let you bring your own food in at the rodeo arena even though they sell some stuff there. You know, they ain't, they ain't selling apricot pie anyhow out there. Bud's going to need a throat drop for all that talking he did at the at the spring picnic. Better yet, he's going to need some tappings honey from beast to suit that voice of his. What a spring picnic, y'all guys. It would not have been the same without you. I sure am glad you joined me today on the recap. And we got a fishing tournament coming up soon. And you might remember from last week, we got the bait and tackle shop ready to go after Delandra crashed ATB into that back door frame and uh, exploded some snacks and did a number on her own back. She okay and uh, bait and tackle's okay. And that's coming up real soon. Uh, that's uh, actually next next week. I should have an update because that's up this upcoming weekend. So thank y'all guys for joining me today here on the Tab and Diller Podcast. There's a lot more ahead. Like I said, uh, I'm in this fishing tournament. I ain't a pro. 
I'm a no pro, and this tournament's for me. Now, I, I thank y'all. A few of y'all went out this week, I think, and, and gave me the ratings on iTunes. We still in the, we in the high 180s, looking to get 200 ratings over there uh, just to help. You know, that that's what sells it. Y'all y'all are the ones that help this podcast. If it's going to grow, if it's supposed to grow, uh, that's going to be y'all. I mean, I show up and I do the podcast. That's that's one part of the course. But uh, people listen to y'all. I can't say, hey, uh, listen to my podcast. It's really good. I could say that. But when y'all say it, it just carry more. It carry more weight, you know. And so thank y'all for leaving a rating and leaving comments. All that helps me on iTunes. Um, so appreciate that. Wherever you listen to the podcast, you can just share it. Uh, but I sure hope you keep in touch. You got my number there. The link's in the show notes how to do that. Uh, you'll see all that in there. First, you're going to see Tavins Honey from Bees. Click on that. Get you some. Maybe in time for Father's Day. They should be able to ship that out if you uh, order it this week. I think that would be a good gift. And then also, you, you see my No Pro Fishing shirt uh, and a link to all my shirts there. My number, 501-322-6249. Thank y'all that have been texting me during the week. It's been a hoot to interact dataways twos. And you see my website. Well, the website to the shirts and stuff will be all in there. So you got my number and my email. That was the thing I was thinking of. Not website, but my email is a way to get in touch with me. So there's all kinds of ways for us to be hanging out longer than just right now. And like I said, check out that link at Tabbits Honey from Bees. You ain't going to be sorry. And hey, if you ain't got hit in the neck with a baton that was stuck in the stage tent roof this week... You having a pretty good week. Until next time, we'll see you later.